I am Dr. Denise, a licensed professional counselor and professor. In our first season of the podcast, I'm going to cover the basics of how to create a plan for wellness that nourishes, rests, and energizes you. I'll share my model for wellness and we'll cover each part in detail. I appreciate practical how-tos, so you'll hear plenty of things that you can apply right now. Most of all, you'll learn what works for you in your life right now. For those of us who dedicate our professional lives to helping others, I think this is an essential part of your job description because it is caring for your most important tool, you. Now, let's get to this week's topic. As we continue to work on the base of the wellness pyramid, we are being strategic about increasing what adds to wellness and maybe decreasing what drains the wellness bucket. This prevents you from ever getting dangerously dry. Today, I want to talk about the habits that you want to consistently refill your watering bucket. If you are doing the 100-day plan, this is your first habit. I'll share my thoughts about what you really need right now, and then I'll talk about the phases of habit formation. This is Episode 8, Forming Healthful Habits. Consider the state of your life today. I don't mean how you wish it were or that typical week that is never really typical. I mean, take an honest look at what life is really like today. Wellness plans need to be adaptable because life looks different at different ages and in different phases. I've got five descriptions to share with you to help you figure it out. And then I've got some suggestions about what you really need based on what phase you're in. Which one of these best describes you? Hanging on by your fingernails. Right now, survival is the name of the game. You're just trying to get everything done, and most days, that feels like a challenge. You teeter between overwhelm and just enough hope to keep trying. Or, are you in moving but not motivated? You're getting things done and you're functioning well, but you lack zest and enthusiasm. You have a hard time motivating yourself to meet what you know is your potential. And setting goals is frustrating because you just don't meet them. Though you know you can, you feel tired. Maybe you are in upward bound. You're coming out of a slump. Can anyone say 2020? You feel pretty good, but occasionally you have days that make you fear sliding backward. So you are cautious about overcommitting just in case. Maybe you're in good times. You probably already have a wellness plan that you've been working on. Life is calm and manageable, and it feels like things are under control. You're excited about new opportunities, and you're confident about your ability to meet upcoming challenges. Or maybe 
You are uber enthusiastic. You are bouncing off the walls with enthusiasm. You can easily create a long list of things you want to tackle in your wellness plan. And while you feel ultra confident about doing it all, others are telling you to scale it back. What do they know? You'll have another cup of coffee and generate more ideas. Okay, so let's apply where you are to your wellness plan. You need a wellness plan that is realistic for where you are right now. Now, honestly, I have been in each one of these phases of life, and what I needed to nourish and rejuvenate was different for each one. So here are some suggestions for each description. If you are hanging on by your fingernails, create a super simple, easy-to-succeed plan that requires very little effort. You need to feel victory and success. The temptation is to look at all the areas that need work and to feel defeated before you even start. But pick one thing you know you can consistently do and let yourself off the hook for all the other shoulds. It's okay to admit that things are hard right now. If you are moving but not motivated, then include a creative endeavor in your wellness plan. Your unmet need is fun. You've been working hard and not just at your job. And now you need a new outlet to stimulate new ideas. This might explain all the quarantine creativity. If you are upward bound, you likely need a wellness plan that is intensely focused in one area. The ideal plan provides a challenge, which will help your momentum, but it limits the scope, which keeps you from overcommitting. If you're in good times, you've got this. Your wellness plan, even if you didn't call it that before, is established and working. Your need is maintenance. Continue what is working, but add an experimental tweak for improvement. But be attuned to any changes that seem to throw off the rhythm that is working. And if you are uber enthusiastic, you have a need for consistency that balances that chasing squirrels or new ideas. Your enthusiasm is a strength, but the limitation is that you may lack the skill of finishing things. The best plan for you will be one with daily routines, preferably first thing in the morning so they're completed early and you don't have to think about them all day. Try something like a morning routine with three healthy tasks and keep it short in time. I don't feel like doing it today. You may have said this to yourself. It's likely that as you are trying to implement a new habit, you feel some resistance. The enthusiasm of starting has waned, but the consistency of habit isn't developed. The work of maintaining has begun, and this is the hardest stage and where most good intentions flounder and die. Hang in there. This is normal. 
When trying to establish a new habit, you can expect three stages. The length of the stages will vary, but the stages themselves will not, if you stick with it long enough to get to all three stages. Each has distinctive thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Knowing what to expect may help you stick with it, because if maintaining what you want to become a habit is hard, then you are getting closer to your objective. These are the three stages of habit formation. Stage one is the beginning. This is the stage you are in during the early days of a new habit. Your thoughts are about what is possible and hopeful. You feel excitement and energy to start, and you devote time to your wellness activities, maybe even doing more than you planned. That enthusiasm is necessary to start a new habit because change requires lots of energy and hope. This is fun, which is why we start lots of things that we don't finish. Stage two is the working stage. This stage is why we don't finish. This is where it gets hard and we hit the challenges of the change. We think about giving in, letting go, or how we can still technically do the habit at the most minimal level for it to still count. We're tired. Sleep, TV, and other people are so enticing. Heck, even washing dishes or laundry may be more appealing than the habit. Willpower is not enough to keep it going anymore. You need commitment because some days that is the only thing that makes it happen. And if it doesn't happen, then you won't see stage three. Stage three is when the habit gets established. Somewhere between 30 and 90 days, the behavior you've been working on moves to a habit. You don't have to think about doing it, and you notice when you don't. It becomes something that you think of as a need. That doesn't mean that you love it every day, but you can accept that sometimes it is awesome and sometimes it is awful, but overall, the habit gives much more than it takes. You tweak a little, but large change is unnecessary. If you are in the working stage, it's probably hard. Maybe you've missed your habit a few times. Maybe it isn't as fun as you thought. Maybe other things are crowding your time. It's decision time. What are you going to do? Does this wellness habit matter to you enough to stick with it? Or will you choose to stop? Hear this. Either option could be right. But don't stop just because it is hard right now. Usually, if you can maintain just a little bit longer, it will get a lot easier. But if you need to switch and do something different, have compassion with yourself. Most of us don't get this right the very first time. Maybe instead of scrapping your wellness plan and just starting over, you just need to adjust the plan. If that's where you are, here are three ways to adjust instead of abandoning your plan. Adjustment number one, you started with too much. Floating on the enthusiasm of the beginning stage, 
it's easy to be over-optimistic and unrealistic. Starting with the expectation of journaling an hour every evening is not maintainable for most of us. But journaling at least one sentence every evening is. Scale back and keep going. Adjustment number two, you dislike the habit you picked. You want to weight train, but you hate the smell and the sounds of the gym. The bigger objective in this example is physical fitness. So change your activity while still working towards fitness. Adjustment number three, you lack commitment. If you really want to maintain wellness, sometimes you just have to do it. Now is the time to fully commit. You can't sometimes do it or it will fall apart when you most need it. Instead of adjusting your plan, adjust your mindset. Squint your eyes and gather your determination. Are you all in? Quick disclaimer here. I am a mental health professional, but I am not a medical doctor. The information contained in this podcast is solely my opinion and my thoughts. I share them freely with you, but they are not intended to be a substitute for other professional advice. Habits aren't glamorous but they are great tools for refilling wellness without all the mental energy of constantly thinking about it and creating the plan. Once you've done that, you make it a habit. They help you to intentionally put this maintenance wellness on autopilot. We'll talk a lot more about other aspects of wellness in the future, but let's get a few small wellness habits set first. So where are you with your wellness needs? Are you hanging on by your fingernails? If so, create a super simple, easy-to-succeed plan that requires very little effort. Are you moving but not motivated? Well, include a creative endeavor in your wellness plan. Are you upward bound? Well, try a wellness plan that is intensely focused in only one area. Are you in good times? Keep doing what is working, maybe with small tweaks. Are you uber enthusiastic? Create a consistent daily routine that balances your enthusiasm for new things. If your habit needs adjusting, did you start too big? Did you pick something that doesn't work for you after all? Are you still on the fence about committing? It is always okay to adjust. And sometimes the right thing to do is to abandon your plan. But it shouldn't be a dreaded chore or another heavy task. Wellness ultimately energizes and replenishes you. Adjusting your plan isn't failure. It is how you increase your success. You know, Edison didn't create the light bulb on the first try. Aren't you glad He kept adjusting instead of giving up. Thank you for joining me on this wellness journey. Like with you, some parts of wellness are easy for me. 
but others are constantly challenging. But intentionally taking just a little time to consistently add to our wellness buckets keeps us from burnout. We need the wisdom and experience that comes from longevity in this field. And we lose too many who could provide that because they aren't taking care of their wellness. But you just did something to add to your bucket today by listening to this podcast. I think this message is so important that I'm working on ways to make it accessible. You can find a lot of this content free through this podcast and my blog at denisethomas.com. That's D-E-N-I-S-T-H-O-M-A-S. There is no E at the end of Denise. Yes, I know that spells Dennis for everyone else in the world, but I guess my desire to be a little different starts with my name and maybe with my parents. If you are loving the music on the podcast, that's the original work of our audio engineer, Sheldon Clark, and his co-writer, Joe Levy. I also want to thank production assistant, Kara Allison. It takes a team to produce a quality podcast. If you want to support us, you can purchase the book, which has extra content. It's called Wellness That Works, How to Create a Wellness Plan, and you can find it on Amazon. That's the first book in the series, and it will walk you through a total wellness plan in 100 days, about the length of a university semester, since I use this book in my graduate courses. You might even consider buying a second copy to give to a friend or donate to your local library to help me share this message with more helpers. You can find my other books at the website, too. I'm your host, Dr. Denise Thomas. Let's get well together.